feeling in touch with your religious side? Wanting to rid yourself of sin? It's your lucky day because God is a trans woman, woman. Sasha Sidek. And Jesus is non-binary, binary, binary. Jacob Gamble. Join us on Queering the Air every Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Queer and trans, arts, politics, pop culture, and everything in between. Only on 3CR Community Radio. Come worship at the altar of your queerness desires. We would like to acknowledge that this event and all of the work that we undertake as a crew happens on a stolen land. We wish to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the traditional custodian of this land we call now Melbourne. We pay respect to their elders' past, presence and emerging always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We also would like to extend our respect to our trans elders past and present. Hello, hi, welcome to another episode of Querying the Air. My name is Jacob Gamble and my pronoun is they because I will never be them. And my name is Sasha Sidek and my pronouns are she. Because I will never be her. Yes, <laughs> welcome back, bitch. Thank you. Wow, what a thrill to be back in the yes, studio. I know. You've been away for so long. You left me all alone for six months. I know. I know. Worst husband of the year, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but thanks for keeping the seat warm. Yes, I mean, I really missed you. So um, I'm you so babe. glad that you're back. My partner in crime is back. So, you know, we are like Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Yeah, so except gonna, without the homicide. Yeah, <laughs> which is about to like we're gonna rob a bank later on. So. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Hints will be revealed. Yes, and we also have our bougie uh, from Thorn Harbor here. Yes. Welcome to our show. Welcome to the building for the very first time at 3CR. Oh yeah, it's exciting to be here. Thank you. For <laughs> <laughs> and this is Booty's radio debut. Yes. I believe. So I'm like still confused and I'm <laughs> still confused. <laughs> I'll warm up to it. I'll it's okay. To it. Let we, us guide we were, you. We, we were we were um may maybe not too confused later on. Okay, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I'll, we'll get there all together. Yeah, <laughs> we'll land safely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in safe hands. I'm yes. Okay, so we're just waiting for another um, guest, Anastasia Rosely. Anastasia is stuck in the traffic. I hope you're listening to us in that car. Fashion <laughs> With haste, baby. With haste. Yeah. So Shamed on air. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, today is Mark the 10th December. It's Human Rights Day. Mm. So it's a very important day to advocate about human rights. And today we're going to talk about silence is violence which is recognizing the presence of violence within lgbtqia plus community so you know i really wanted to do this um episode about this topic because i don't think it hasn't been been done before i've never i did google um a lot of other podcasts or other blogs no one has talked about this before. I mean, like, professionally. Mm. Like, I, I, there's blogs on, like, individuals' blog talking about, you know, the violence within the community, but not on, like, podcasts or, like, mainstream uh, radio stations. So I thought it, this would be good to address this because, you know, th- there's always violence within our own community and we hardly addressed it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's always like, oh, it's our community. We 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 still think that we're gonna feel safe, but some of us don't feel safe at all. And you know, and plus, you know, um, from individually, I mean, I can speak for myself. I have been through this from day dot that I transitioned um, as a trans woman. There's a lot of you know um, jealousy within the trans community where um, they don't like the new ones upcoming. So I've been beaten up many times as well. So you know. <laughs> Girl, mm. <laughs> but girl, this is why I'm very strong because you know I get up on my, on my feet, mm-hmm. um, and um, and um, I I have to um, 
I have to survive. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll just uh, add one thing before we go yeah. on to this topic. I also, like, since it's human rights and silence and violence, I yes. also want to acknowledge that we are in, like, um, 60 year days of war yeah. over the Palestinians. Yes. And I've been, like, watching uh, violence happen day and night mm-hmm. on my phone, scrolling rough, right and left mm-hmm. and center mm-hmm. on all different platforms. And it's, like, been causing me lots of... I know. Different I know. levels you, uh, of mental health of that course. I'm not sure how to recover from in the mm. these coming days. But again, silence is violence mm. towards all these topics. Mm. I, it's, I'm happy to do, focus on our topic, but exactly. just wanted I to mean, acknowledge like, that we it's need bad to acknowledge times. this because I really wanted mm. to talk about that as well. And Jacob just came back from the rally today, uh, the Free Palestine Rally. Um, you know, um, at 3CR here at Querying the Air, we also a big, you know, um, support at the Free Palestine Movement. Um, because look at the pic- photos. Every single day, I wake up or I even go to sleep. I'm depressed. Um, yeah. Um, looking at those photos, especially mm. children and mother mm-hmm. being murdered. You know, and um. How how you know how how can you escape that you know it's yeah. like reality right in front of you day and night. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Anna's finally so here. So Anna is finally here. Hello, Madame Ozel. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. Yes. yes. Traffic has been um. A thank, bit of a bonk is this thank morning. you for oh, being here. Day. Thank you so much. Um, I think um, we really would love to have your input as well with this topic. Silence is violence. A lot of us, I mean, like we're just talking about the Free Palestine um, movement, where a lot of us, some, I'm pretty sure we, some of our friends also here, are just being silenced and never said anything about you know what's happening in the world. And it's mm. you know we're not here to attack them, but it's quite disappointing when we see people are just silenced on it. Just like the same topic like here, like um, we have been silenced, especially, um, you know, with the presence of the violence within the LGBT community. Um, because, you know, we think that we're always safe around, um, you know, our, our own community. But to be honest, there's, there's a lot of underlying of um, violence that has never been addressed, you know. Um, mm. It's always word of mouth or you just vent to your friends but never take action. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, I feel, yes, please. <laughs> I agree with you. To be honest, like, but I just don't want to exclude us as, um, like the rainbow community or the queer community as to be any angels or any better place than the other community. Like, violence exists in of all course, in, in yeah. all communities, mm-hmm. and we should not expect any difference from a community that's oppressed and also depressed and going through different kinds of like losing their families, creating yeah. new families. Yeah. So. People can be going through different mental health, which make mm-hmm. them uh, act in a not reasonable way towards each other, which mm-hmm. is not also um, allowed or accepted. Yeah. But it's just like just to acknowledge that uh, it's an um, interesting community. It is mm-hmm. a very interesting community. <laughs> it's very diverse. But, you know, um, like I said um, on my post, because a lot of these hasn't rarely openly discuss or simply not to maintain a lot of reputations as well that is uh, involved. So that's why it's never yeah. been talked about. Mm. And I think from like outsider perspectives, like so often we're homogenized into like this one very cohesive, like mm. everyone's the same, mm. you know, the rainbow community, the queer community um, in news reports. And when we think about our heterosexual counterparts, they're always asking like, oh, like, you know, What's it like? And th- there doesn't seem to be an understanding that there's layers and even mm. within the community, there's like a very clear hierarchy in a lot of spaces of and yeah. a very clear power dynamics. Mm. And those kind of, those same trends of like, you know, misogyny and mm. um, racism, like all of those issues still exist oh, in a microcosm yeah. uh, within mm. our community. So. 100%. And I think, um, you know, again, it's just my two cents. I'm not, (laughs) I'm nobody, Um, but it's just, you're nobody. Through my, um, through my, (laughs) (laughs) through my interactions, you know, with different um, community based organizations or rainbow community based Mm. organizations. Um, and yes, really, I agree with you that violence exists across Mm. the board, not just within our communities. But I think the issue we have here is that, because um, we are, the, the rainbow community represents such a smaller um, population mm. of specific cohort. And then we have to then constantly, or at least our leaders, 
the mainstream leaders have to then keep up with the image mm. of unity of, of unity course. of everything but um the fact that we still have systemic racism within mm. our community mm. and and you know i guess with the work i've been doing and Every, I've been contemplating a lot, especially mm. since my 34th. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's actually, it's more, there's, there's a, a lot of political factors in place. Yes. Mm. It's, it's, it's purely political. Of course. It's about, um, and, and that's another thing, like we, we are being, well, I wouldn't say that we are being silenced in a way, but it's more like, um, just like, okay, let's just focus on the positive mm. and not talk about the negative. Yeah. And then yeah. because usually with the systemic True. racism in place, right, we would always have one token person of color mm. in our rainbow community mm. organization. Mm. And yet, you know, yeah. at the same time, it ha they, they have to meet certain criteria. I think I had this conversation with you yes, before, Sasha. Have, yeah. Like, sometimes I feel like I don't yeah. have enough melanin in my skin to yeah. be taken seriously. You know, things like that. So, yeah. You know, um, this is the reason why, you know, my organization called Transistors United and not for-profit for organization. We are not sponsored. We mm. are not funded. And we are, you know, Transistors United was supposed to be like this fun, um, doing collaboration with other organizations. But after a while, I was just like, why are these organizations still working with perpetrators? And uh, nobody say anything. Like you said, um, um, there's always politics in there. Mm. So that's why Transition has it. I changed the dynamic that I want to, you know, call out all these perpetrators because mm. if you're going to cancel us, we're no one anyway. So, <laughs> so that's why I... Till today, everybody keeps saying like, why did you get funding? I said like, I don't want to because I want freedom of speech where... A lot of um, organizations can't do this because of, you know, there's mm. protocols. And with Transitionality, we don't have protocols here. We can mm. do, you know, call out bad people out there and, you know, make people aware. And can, we mm. can raise awareness. But, you know, as an activist, that's what we do. So, mm. yeah. And you've been so proactive as well, Sasha, mm. just in your own work, being yeah. able to call people out. <laughs> and, I, yeah, I just want to take a moment to, like, Thank acknowledge, yep. like, it's really commendable um, how, you know, you just say what needs to be said without thinking about what exactly. you know re negative repercussions might come your way. Just mm. you're doing it because it's right, not because people want to mm. hear it. Exactly. I mean, like a lot of I people. I want to also like add something touch. about that. <laughs> Since we're talking about this topic, like mm. I also agree that Sasha definitely is good that you put some people in their places when they need to do. Mm. But also, like I want there are negative repercussions can also not just be funds and money, but mm. repercussions can be on humans' mental health. And mm. I think we should like think about that. It's a it's 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 like a fine line. Like I'm not I saying know. we shouldn't do what we're doing. Mm. It's it, there is there is lots of variables and people can be bad, but sometimes shaming them online or just putting them on the spot can be um, hurtful to their mental health and. But what about our mental health though? People always like making excuse for bad people doing bad things to us until we actually reacted and then they said, oh, I have past traumas. Oh, uh, my mental health is not well. So, but that doesn't give you a green light to be an asshole. It's true. Mm. It's true. No, yeah. no, no, no. I, I agree with yeah. the same thing. So, same thing with Palestine and everything also, as well. Yeah, mm. also, you, 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 I mean, like doing calling out people, you think the anxiety of me, uh, it was 110%, you know, because I was thinking as well, like, how am I going to do this call out? Because this thing has been going on for so long. Other um, organization not going to do anything about it and still working with the perpetrators. So, why are we still doing this? And then, what's the point of just gossiping behind this person's back instead? So, that's why I, I take charge and call people out. Yeah, I think confronting people generally uh, lacks in our um, I don't know society or like modern day society and confrontation yeah. has been like so going down and yeah. down and people are like oh you're mm. just saying just gossip behind it but nobody wants to confront the problem or confront and talk about it no and before solve it. I usually usually before I call out that person I reach out to that person personally in private and I, I want you to apologize but this person do not want to apologize they just think that they just use excuses like mental health and traumas so they can be an asshole so mm. um, so that's why I take uh, the next step to call them out in public because yeah, I think there's a limit there's a yeah, limit for yeah. Sure. so that's why um, mm. social media is very powerful 
powerful. And you know what? Calling out people is not like I want them to be in trouble. I just want to raise this awareness and people to know that this person is not good for the community. Mm. Mm. It's true. But, but then, I mean, sorry. Yeah, Jane, you go. Um, but that's the thing, right? Because usually, well, for me, because with the work I do, I'm yeah. constantly exposed to people mm. with so many issues that they tend to inflict on other people. Mm. But then underneath all of that, usually is so, is there's a lot of layers of inner trauma right there yeah. that they mm. haven't really addressed or that it could be cultural, it could be childhood mm. related. So, you know, like for, I guess like, yeah, it's great to call them out, but yeah. then like, how are we going to address this? Because it's not just one person. Yeah. It's actually can be a pattern, especially mm. these days, you know, because with, as I have said before, as as a community, we, we keep telling each other, let, let's focus on unity and whatnot. Mm. And then so we really kind of don't address systemic racism, yeah. um, systemic um, gender politics, mm. you know, because mm. at the end of the day, it always goes back to trans women of color mm. being accosted to these actions and this behavior. And not, not not many pe- other people, mm. and it's still a very vul- vulnerable community. We are still in poverty line. Yeah. We don't have much of us in power anywhere, yeah. in position of influences. So, what 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 can we do though? Like to, mm. yeah. I know. Like for me, I always stand up for my sisters. You know, this mm. is why if you mess around with my sisters, you mess around with me. I'm I'm not advocating for all genders because I'm very passionate about my sisters. We have a mm. sisterhood system here. If you mess with my sisters, you're gonna get it from me because I know some of my sisters can't Watch out, don't everybody. have the voice. They don't yeah. have the voice to do it, and don't I'm here because I'm deck. always raging. <laughs> so this is the reason why I want to be the voice for them, and this is the reason why I want to take action on them. You know what? Mm. Coming from you know living in Singapore, we do not have freedom of speech we do not have trans rights there coming here i'm gonna take advantage of that and um and this is the reason why me being me (laughs) Mm. yeah i guess um shifting the dial of the conversation a little bit here it's human rights day today yes Yes. um and we're all here to talk about about violence but maybe it's like kind of an opening question we've got like three incredible people in the room with so many different experiences what does safety look like to everyone Mm. Sasha, do you want to go first? Safety is about, you know, um, I think it's all about being empathy. That's empathy and then being respectful of each other. I mean, we're human. You, uh, besides genders, with, besides sexuality, we are all human. So you need to have that human, basic human um, respect to each other. And, you know, if you F up, you need to own it and then, you know, and do better. <coughs> Uh, we all have I have out before in the past, you know, and you just need to own it. And you know, you know, um, if if you don't want to own it, that's where um we have problems in the community. Mm. 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 I want to continue on what mm. you're saying and say like, let go of your ego mm. and just like always like, we're he- always here to learn. No one knows all the answers, mm. and answers can change, and things differ. Science even like lots of things change. We learn new things, and we accordingly address them differently so i feel like just like definitely let go of your ego and stop being so selfish and uh, entitled so everybody around us can have the same um level and Mm. achieve certain goals Mm. so um for me because yeah oh it's another thing that i've been quite passionate about because that's something i've been doing on the side of, um, of my work public safety first in the western region and so for me safety safety is uh, it's about creating equitable space where a person or a community can really be vulnerable emotionally, mentally, physically, without having the fear of facing consequences. Mm. That uh, that that would then reflect it upon their body, their mind, and their sp- spirituality. Really, yeah. so that's safety for me. Um, I, yeah, yeah. I mean. We talk about, you know, creating that safe space. But a mm. lot of, you know, in the past, organization um, with the LGBTQIA plus organization has created not a safe space anymore. And a lot of, uh, especially trans women of color, I can only speak for my uh, sisters, like um, they have reached out to some organization and, and they feel that they're not safe there. And then they stop going there till today. I mean, like mm. this goes back to, you know, 
um, 30 years ago when somebody mm. got rejected uh, from an organization and then and then they don't want to go there because 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 I think it traumatized them mm. yeah what about you Jacob what is safety for you yeah oh, what is safety for you? yeah grand question <laughs> 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 um, well similar to what everyone's already said really I think just about being in a space where everyone uh, is empathetic mm. and open-minded um, if we're talking within the context of the LGBT community, most of my interactions with the community are in spaces of leisure and like spaces of relaxation. So I think it's important that everyone has kind of an awareness of the space they're taking up in the room and how their presence might impact other people. Um, and also just, yeah, it just comes down to respect, I think, as well. And, you know, we can talk about the amount of times we've felt disrespected or, you know, not um, safe in the wider community. Uh, but I think what it comes down to is just being able to walk out of your front door, yeah. mm. presenting and acting however you want to be and being taken, like, seriously and treated as a human, mm. um, human rights. Do you think, um, like, the generation now, people overthink too much? Like, you know, I'm coming from, you know, someone who transitioned in the 90s and I lived my life as a trans woman in the early 2000s, where... It was more fun and free. There's not much politics involved. People mm. just gather together and have fun. And today is different. You need mm. you when you mean the generation now. Yeah. Do you mean like like my no, generation? I feel attacked. What, I'm talking about then and now. Not then, and now. No, no. then and now. No, I I definitely I hear your point yeah. because I think like I'll just say it like Gen Z. We do get caught up in the social politics of. Yeah. A scenario a lot for example i was out like at a bar the other day um and this guy came up and asked oh are you gay and i was like yeah um and then he was like oh what was that like and part of me was like what the fuck why would i want to like <laughs> unpack my fucking life yeah. to this random guy you know like this straight man should be paying for my labor like blah 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 all this <laughs> And then the other part of me was like, actually, this guy probably has just never met a gay person yeah. before and is just curious and wants to know. Mm. So, you know, I think it, you, you probably have to go in with a bit of a, you know, a hate, balanced I, judgment. Uh, I hate that too. Like, I, yeah. I can't go around just teaching people all mm. about what to do, where to say every time or, or go out. You know, I just want to go out sometimes mm. and just be stupid. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, wait till the question that asked um, by a man to trans woman, what do you have in between your legs in the club? Oh, oh my God. Mm. Like, none of your fucking business. Yeah. And then also I think, you know, going back to a bit of yeah. the silencing you yeah. were saying earlier because we, um, the, the media mm. have sort of created such an image where the world has progressed a lot or at least has reclaimed a lot of the freedom and then so therefore like there's everybody would be shocked or they like, surprised oh it's still happening mm. so in in a way they then became a bit oblivious to what is going on but yeah. the, the thing is lgbtiq a plus issues especially trans and gender diverse issues it's been talked about a lot but not much has been done yeah and you know, that's why I'm saying. Yeah, and then yeah. to to elaborate further, I mean, just get, again, my two cents on what bouncing off Jacob and Booty, I think because now these days we do have back then, as you said before, mm. we had no um, organization that received funding or no proper organization. Everything was grassroots. Yes. Mm. So there was less politics involved. Correct. There's lots, um, there, there's, if not, like, there was zero sort of upholding the power of the patriarchy. Mm. Um, because at the end of the day, if you go through even the, the corporate structure or the business structure of our community organization, it's the exact same as the mainstream corporation yeah. or organization. So what in, on, on one hand, we are trying <laughs> to fight for like changing the system, but at the same yeah. time, we're copying the system. Yeah. Yeah. And so nothing has changed. You're so right on this. You yeah. know, um, nothing has changed really. It's mm. just, it's been verbal. It's, it's such a mirage that we have created to delude mm. ourselves and the society overall. Mm. I want to like, agree with you also and like another go on, on a different topic and say like again that things haven't changed and colonization is like very mm. like we can see that in the Australian society with the like the vote for the Aboriginal people mm. and also mm. that's another community that's also facing lots of 
violence yeah. and lots of discrimination and people are just sitting there and watching and then they vote no uh, like mm. how dare you vote no yeah mm. <laughs> i hate like mm. whenever people ask me you know questions like oh it's so nice to see a person of color a trans woman of color to be part of the panel and i always say like well we are here and we're gonna take up space <laughs> and like why and then i was like thinking back again like why do i have to say that now <laughs> 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 I can take out that space. <laughs> Do it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so when we come back, I'm going to play a song. When we come back, we're going to talk about, like, are we guilty of being silenced? Because silence is violence. Oh, yeah. 
was a red used mouth. That is I Am by Stan Walker, a very proud Maori man, amazing, amazing song and also very cool MTV. You have to check out on that YouTube. It's, um, it's a soundtrack for a movie mm. called something, I can't remember the movie, but check this out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I Am by Stan Walker. So, you're um, on 3CR. You're on 3CR, Crazy the air with <laughs> Sasha Sidek and Jacob Gamble. And we have guests here, uh, Budi and Anastasia. We are talking about um, silent is violent, recognizing the presence of violence within LGBTQIA plus community on this um, Human Rights Day, 10 December. Mm-hmm. Mm, so, uh, before I played that song, I was saying to the listeners um, and to my guests here um, that are you guilty of being silenced um, when there's violence in the community? Anna, let's go with you first. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I'm so caught off guard. Um, I do feel, because oh, again, like being silence and being meek is not exactly my personality i'm not i'm i don't think i'm a, a submissive person yeah. um however you know it's for me um the weight of being like speaking up in the professional yes and then well. not burning bridges mm. <laughs> and also like not getting into any legal matter with anybody <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a huge challenge for me mm. but sometimes at the same time as i have constantly told you from time yes. to time Trans women, especially women of color, it's the road has been paved by us, mm. and we always fight for other people, but mm. then we are still not the focus on anything on any agenda. Mm. So for me, like sometimes I stay silent, but I do, but I I I, I devise a different strategy yeah. towards that goal, where hopefully one day I do have some platform, mm. where then I can sort of speak up a bit further. Okay. So yeah, yeah. And yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I I wouldn't call Anna silenced at all, mm. nor do I see myself as. No, silent. I mean like you being silenced as oh, well. Yeah, from people yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm, sure. Mm. The the <laughs> the the um, I mean like well like the community mm. I think uh, definitely is ruled by um, different uh, people who need diff- who want different things. Mm. And um, we're here to make change. And I feel like, just Anna saying, like, I feel like uh, other people paved the way so we can have these voices. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm paving the way for myself and for others, hopefully, to have their voices heard around um, violence and racism and discrimination within our community. Mm. Mm. Mm, Jacob? Yeah, I think um, with, with being <laughs> no one silences me, <laughs> darling. <laughs> Don't I try it. <laughs> well, I think drawing on the conversation mm. so far about the the violence, generally the victim of the violence mm. are people who fall at the intersections of you know race and LGBT plus or mm. disability, whatever it is. So, in all honesty, like you know, I do I have the existence of like. A white gay man and so like I am kind of the beneficiary of the violence Um, so in doing that I don't see my role as speaking for other people but more so amplifying their voice and I think this show yeah and like I think I've tried to do that through Mm. my well you know my background in journalism so like various um, people that I've brought on this show for example or uh, whether it's writing about the issues and bringing in voices from those different corners of the community, that's what I see my role as amplifying other people um, to speak about what's what's happening yeah. in their own experience. I can give you an example of I've been silenced, you know, as a trans woman, and this is happening violence within my own community with my peers, where um, you know I've been ex got extortion for money and you know that's especially when you're young and you new new face the older um trans one like you so i've been beaten up as well in the street mm. and i hate that i had to apologize to them even though it wasn't my fault and then i being silenced and i can't do nothing because this is back in singapore there's no trans right so it's no point for me to go to the authorities and tell them like oh i've been beaten up by this trans person and mm. you know and it just 
my mentor told me is just gonna create more problem within your own community. Mm. So I've been silenced. That was me being silenced, and you know, and being extort extortion with money as well. And I had to give money to them just to them not to bother me. Mm. So you know that is part of like those silence. And when it comes to like professional level, like um, you know, in organization, there's also I heard a lot of things happening, and a lot of them are just talk about it, um, but never done anything about it because they said because it will ruin their reputation um, of the organization. And then why talk about it? Just just sweep it under the rug then. Why keep talking about it? I'm pretty sure you can understand what I'm talking about. No, no, I think yeah. like, I, like, like all the topics that we're talking about, mm. like uh, catch up your other, like these people, <coughs> I think, silence us out of them being selfish and f- having their ego and mm. like being like caring about their jobs or caring about the money that they have and, mm. uh, and then they're like silencing us and not giving us space. But like time has proven uh, over the, 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 the years that like diversity actually helps the community and helps the organizations and when you have diverse voice and diverse uh, thinking without your without within your organizations yeah mm-hmm. then better work will happen because you have different ideas like yeah. diversity in all its mm-hmm. different shapes and colors yeah i mean um you know um my advocacy you know only took um you know um took over uh, like five years ago and i have seen a lot of shady things happening around our LGBT community and the organization. And I said like, oh my God, I thought, you know, because I've never accessed any of this LGBT organization or services in the past before until, till today I still haven't accessed anything because I think I'm, I just feel like I'm very tough and I have a sisterhood happening with me. So if I have, if I want to vent, I just call my sisters and talk about it. Mm. Um, So um, there's a lot of things happening and people still, never do anything about it and they just that yeah they just let that happen mm-hmm. and you know like yesterday at the party we were talking about with another friend and about you know what uh, how they were being dismissed by an organization um without any reasons mm. and that happened to another one of my girlfriend trans woman of color that happened to them and yeah and this is the same organization and still doing this and never none of them took action i did ask them to take action but they don't want to it's hard well when people get disenfranchised mm. they you know it's i think it's a totally natural response to just give up and think yeah. well what's the point because i didn't get anywhere with them before mm. why mm. would i bother now why don't i just go find another avenue for myself yeah well you're lucky Sasha to have like this confidence and like other people also don't have this luxury to say I have my sisterhood or I have my money Mm. and they're stuck with these organizations and Mm. they have to Mm. face it and just Mm. go back again and again because that's that's their only rope and their only help like even like I know like another uh, person like a refugee or like lots of migrants that come and they don't have the resources that Mm. others people have and they don't have the anyone to talk to and that's and they're stuck with these people so we can't just keep on like uh, talking about them and say oh they're they're fucked up but we Mm. have to also go and try and talk to them and keep saying you are the you're saying you need to help these people we need to work on how we will help them because mm. like if everybody keeps suffering then we're not gonna go anywhere it's true i mean mm. like it's like um a cycle like it's happening again and again and again and we just heard about yesterday it was like oh shit this happened recently to one of my girlfriend mm. and yeah so <laughs> i need to hear about these <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i was like, still surprised if because you know Coming here, you know, um, my first step when I got bullied in a workspace, you know, mm. for two years by this um, gay man. And he he was just so awful towards women. Uh, not just trans women, women as well. And we endured that for two years. And then I, that, I was like, that's it. I'm done with you. So, you know, I took action on it. And we had mediation and he shot himself on the foot because uh, he said like he has a mental health <laughs> issues. And I was like, yeah, mental health doesn't he give just, you a green light. He just gave me a heart attack. He's like, I thought he said like he shot himself. Like, no, 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 no. I mean like, <laughs> he's in a 
<laughs> yeah, no, he shot and, himself and, and, and the like, I'm like, what? I <laughs> wish. <laughs> like, at the mediation, because we just showed that he was an asshole, and, you know, and then he just shot himself on the foot, not literally. And this is, <laughs> this is I heard the, this particular organization's first ever mediation. Yeah. So you broke the bubble. I, I did it. That was my very first that I took action for my, you know, my human rights. Mm. Um, yeah, because I'm done with this being bullied. And, you know, I go home having anxiety, very hard to sleep. And, you know, there's a lot of anger in me as well. There's so much anxiety going through that because, you know, there's a process. Like going through lawyers and talk about this. What if, you know, um, I'm being sued for defamation. But thank God I have all evidence as well. So, you mm. know, I consult my lawyer. So that was my very first step that I did in Australia. And from that onward, I said, nobody's going to fucking mess with me anymore. I'm done with this vision. Look, I, I think I, I take it back to that some people don't like to confront. Of and course. It's not I, only, I, yeah. And it's not only for trans people, women, or uh, multicultural people. Like, I see it within the workspace mm. in different organizations that they are still prejudiced towards each other and mm. the hierarchy yeah. and like and I think for me I would call it like a just a fight between the older generation and the younger generation like we were mm. saying earlier mm. that this older generation are just like bored and untruth in, in, like, unenthusiastic about the work that they do and they're just like there watching us and like commenting oh you kids have so much PC you kids are but, doing blah 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 but yeah. like but, like, well if you don't have this much passion and work for what you do because like in the end we need to fight because it seems that we're all suffering yeah. just mm. sit home and watch you know if you don't mm. like if you want to fight just sit home and let us do the work exactly yeah. I mean like I want to give a shout out to Gen Z as well they are the big activists now they are the revolution mm. <laughs> they fight back like mm. i have a lot of gen z's here it's on true. the show and i love that they have this this blood in well, them they i used to be young once you know <laughs> <laughs> but our generation was different we always yeah. walk away though and but we always suffer in silence can i add to that and yeah. just say like the only i think the reason we are more active and that we have more fully informed opinions mm. is because we have the technology and we've also right. had our ancestors yeah. pave the way yeah. because you know if I was too busy just trying to fight for my fucking life when yeah. I leave the house yeah. you know I wouldn't have time to sit here and have these yeah. conversations as well so mm. like credit must be given to the ones who came before but credit also can be given to the of ones course, who, yeah, are, who are speaking yeah, now they were born in the age of technology and globalization mm. and mm. like yeah. things come not come easy but like information come easier than we how we used to learn because like we used to like have like books and encyclopedia and have to learn things but now you can mm. just like open and learn and see what's happening in the world mm. in a click of a second and that's a whole mm. new thing to be honest mm. yeah mm. yeah definitely and just um yeah it's just something that i picked up from buddy earlier and he said about um older generation and younger generation i think it's more about entitlement and privilege unacknowledged because you know I, I don't think it has to do anything with age because so many people uh, the older they are so much wisdom and then it's they true. are yeah. true it's leaders true. actually it's step true. back true yeah. leaders step back and yeah. then let let the next person take charge yeah. and it's very them. rare but, but you happens. know what yeah, power, so it's, it's the power is everybody. different because the older generation they mm. don't have that much power because at that time you know mm. the law wasn't there for them but now it's different for yeah. the younger generation the law is there for them mm. you know and protect them so that's why uh, I'm not old but I'm fighting with them <laughs> with the young ones you're young at heart baby. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you yesterday what you were doing I'll see you partying <laughs> you're younger than me <laughs> Okay, we know we have been, you know, talking about all these issues that is been going on, um, you know, decades, um, and it's still going on till today, you know, uh, within the LGBT community and organization. So I, when we come back, um, I want to talk. What can we do? Um, mm. to make it better uh, what can organi organizations do to keep um, the community safe you're on 3CR mm. queen the air mm -hmm.
On their microphone because every each one of them are talking. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to Korean the Air on Three CR. Ah, 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 And my name is Sasha Sidek, and my co-host here Jacob Campbell, and we have Budi Anastasia as our guest uh, to talk about um, silence is violence, uh, which is um, that's happening still in the LGBT community because we always talk about perpetrators outside of the LGBT community. We talk about how men are, you know, trans misogyny within the men, and we talk about women, but we hardly talk about what's happening in our own community because, you know, 
feels like you know uh, we are untouchable. But no, bitch. Today we're spilling the tea, and we already did. <laughs> but you know we've been whinging about you know what's uh uh you know what's happening and still happening um in our own community. But I want to know you know we always need to have a, a solution. So I want to know what can organization LGBTQIS plus organization or individuals can do better when you know things like this happening so you know you won't have a repeat um episode with individuals especially you know i can talk about you know sometimes some individuals they do not know the difference between trauma and victimhood so whenever they they do something bad to somebody or you know or or in in um to especially volunteers let's talk mm. about volunteers volunteers been exploited been um bullied been um you know been um uh uh, uh a lot of things. <laughs> I can't think of so many things that have been done to volunteers when I was volunteer a lot to um, with the community, and I've seen this. And you know, there's this particular person. He always use his trauma as an excuse. And this is not only happens one, just not one person. This happens mm. to a few people that I've met before. So I just want to tell them the difference between trauma and victimhood. Being impacted by what happened to you isn't victimhood. It's human. Making it an an identity. Out of it is a victimhood, so bitch, get that in your head. <laughs> okay. Um, she said what she said. Yes, because I'm so sick. People using this as you know, playing the victim, even though you know they are the perpetrator. Mm. And then you know, and then we have to like, oh, I have to think about their mental health. What about my fucking mental health? Like I'm traumatized right now by your behavior. Yeah. You know, like I would just uh, get you out of this personalization, <laughs> and like I want like what you're saying. I don't know. I want like keep keep getting the stopping again, but like same for me as like the war happening now. Mm. Exactly, like everyone's playing the victim. Or the other side is playing the victim, and mm. everybody yes. just saying like, "Oh, uh, nothing's happened to us." Did you see what happened to us? The Holocaust, or yeah. whatever, ages ago. Like, but like genocide is happening right now in front Literally. of our eyes in front of my eyes and you're talking about something happened like 60, 70, 80, 100 years ago. I don't mm. know. Like, but like, there's there's something fucked up with the world to be honest. Yeah, mm. true. Mm. Okay, so let's talk about how can individuals or organization with the LGBT community can do better if things like this happen without being silenced because like I said, silence is violence. So we shouldn't be silenced anymore. We need mm. to do mm. something about it. I mean like, for me, I'll do it different way as you can see as Transistors United we do it mm. differently we're mm. gangsters like for you guys as a professional how can you do this better? you wanna go first Jacob? Uh, yeah okay. listen to your people <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I think it comes down to that I think in Australia we have very much a culture of avoidance with conflict like yeah. we're, we're very much like socialized to avoid it um, at all costs and I think as a result of that a lot of people don't know how to handle a situation mm. and they take you know a genuine suggestion and improvement or a genuine concern as a personal attack that's definitely something I've experienced mm. Um, mm. in my work and personal life yeah. so I think just you know breaking it down and saying like hey like let's be proactive here and actually find a solution rather than just mm. you know oh my god I can't believe you would say that like, yeah you know <laughs> and like I think a good example me and Sasha when we had our one individual tiff on this show mm. when I made a bit of an inappropriate comment on a video meeting and you just sent me a message the next day saying yeah. hey I didn't like that and yeah. I was like you know what you're so right I'm so sorry it's true and I expect it's that true. from others to me as well because mm, we are true. human we're gonna make mistakes yeah yeah mm. exactly like and don't expect perfection yet. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like we all but make mistakes. But you can be an adult, yes. and you know, like I said, you have to own it. Mm. Like you make mistake, own it, and apologize, and then do better. Mm. And this is why we're a couple. Yeah, <laughs> this is why we've had such a flourishing yeah. marriage. <laughs> okay, get a room. <laughs> uh, booty. Mm, no, like uh, I agree with uh, Jacob. To be honest, I feel like. Um, we need to be more proactive mm. and listen to each other and learn. And I don't know. It's been like a tough year to be honest for me. I feel like beaten on like so many levels mm. of uh, 
my work personal or just like the humanity in in, <laughs> in it's all so i can't like uh, pretend to uh, um spread positivity yeah. um as well like like we keep saying like these things have been happening for decades mm. and i don't see them changing mm. soon but yeah we, we we just have to try we have to keep trying yeah mm. yeah so for me like yeah well on a personal level it would be about removing the ego mm. like understanding that you know we're all not perfect mm. and if somebody gives you a feedback about your action or behavior it means that they care enough about it definitely so you, you know so yeah and then on and you were talking about organizations and mm. and so forth and to me you were hinting at leadership and mm. and i've been thinking about leadership a lot lately especially given the things i've been doing with um, a mainstream national organization like we need to we should just instead of just talking about investment in leadership to actually promote leadership mm. Um, and I, I was um, at the domestic violence, um, you know, sort of employment thing. And I was talking about like how it's so interesting to me is that so many people with lived experience, floor staff, the ones who actually observe the many flaws within the system are never being listened. Mm. So we need to have a reform of corporate and organizational structure where people, the, the ones who work on the floor, the ones who get to see everything, get hurt and mm. really respected and maybe maybe it's just it's gonna be a strong word here but strip the power of the ones on top mm. because at the end of the day when you visualize a pyramid the foundation the strength lays at the bottom not at the top yeah mm. so you should stop giving them so much power so for example if a ceo is making this decision on this they need to have a council of floor staff mm. of volunteers whose decision would be affected yeah. By the you know by by you know, yeah and then yeah yeah who who whose livelihood yeah. and performance would be affected by the CEO for example and like Sasha yeah. was saying like they need to stop talking about it and actually doing it like yeah like, because they say like oh let's do a committee advisory let's mm. uh, yeah. let's ask people to help us and then they just like keep listening and then they yeah. do whatever and what they want in the end of yeah. the day yeah. and like, uh, yeah. what's the use of because wasting the problem our is time? from what I can um, understand from you know what's happening and I've took action and a lot of people talk about it and a lot of people said like nothing has been done nobody has sent that letter complaint <laughs> to organization this is the reason why they do not have like hard copies of complaints is just word of mouth and word of mouth that is not that powerful it needs to be on a paper mm. Mm. so if something happens take action i know it's not that easy i mean like i said when i did it there's so much anxiety and i was fear for my life too at the same time you know things this is so foreign and new for me but you know what like i said being an activist I said I need to do something for my community I'm not doing it just for myself I was doing it for the community as well because a lot of them have come forward with all these allegations and proof and I was like why hasn't been done before why mm. this person is still working with the community where you said we're creating a safe space but there's perpetrator there so this is the reason why we haven't accessed your services because you're working with perpetrators mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I also yeah. think about a lot of contacts here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I keep saying like it's just like across the board, really. Mm. People just don't have the power to confront. Of course. It's it's lies like it's their job, it's their money, it's they have uh, th things to pay, you know, like it's it's a rough world, like everything getting expensive, mm. the, it is. the rent is hard, the the food is getting expensive more and more. Yes. So like mm. when you put this and like oh i need to speak about everything or lose my job because the other people are in power you're so right there's okay. there it's hard you know it's you're so right this yeah. just brought me to think again about my one of my girlfriend who a few months ago was um accused for sexual assault which she didn't do anything at all and um and she had to take leave for two weeks um and because they have to investigate and i and then found out that she's innocent and she didn't do anything about it I, I think you know who I'm talking about. So, yeah. And and that person even did a review online talking about it. And, um, yeah. So, that's why, um, like I said, we need... we. We need to do something about it because this person will keep doing it again and again with other organizations. Yeah, mm -hmm. let's not give up. Yeah, so, okay, we... 
uh, coming to an end. So, any last words? Peace and love. Yeah. Uh, Beyonce love. Renaissance. World peace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah, won't break think, my soul. <laughs> I think uh, I can say stay angry and then take action. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then when you have action, yeah. that's where love will come true. So, okay. <laughs> all right. Next, I'll be Salam oh, Radio and I'm going to leave you Derry Demark by oh, Hamid El Shahiri. See you next week. See you next week. Queen the L. Thank you.